0: Welcome to Break Free, Mindful Living for a Busy Lifestyle. Hey, y'all, welcome to Episode 3.
1: It's Episode 3 already.
0: Already, I know, this is awesome.
1: I know it's only Episode 3 for y'all guys this is this has just been a little ride that we've been on for a few months now and we're just we're just so happy to finally be out there and talking with y'all and glad y'all along for the ride
0: yeah it's been such a journey for us and i'm so glad you're here with us
1: absolutely so how's it going this morning Fallon?
0: it is going pretty good a little tired but really excited about today so
1: how about you um Pretty well rested today, which is um, nice to be able to wake up in the morning. And it's like, OK, I, I finally rested. You know, I mean, this past like week for me especially has just been nothing. But I guess you can call it a roller coaster ride this past week.
0: <laughs> Funny you mentioned that.
1: Oh, really? Is that is that is that a segue I'm smelling?
0: I feel, I feel <laughs> like it is.
1: <laughs> I swear I didn't try that hard. <laughs>
0: just kind of happened
1: it kind of happened
0: so why don't you uh clue us in on your little (laughs) segue there
1: so you know in doing these podcasts and i know we're only on episode three and y'all are doing exactly what we asked back in episode two several weeks ago is like y'all started letting us know things about like how us doing this and you, you joining the journey with us is really affecting your life. So that's going to naturally lead me and Fallon into conversations with y'all. We used the term back in episode 1 it was like something like magical. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it that's kind of what it feels like. But anyway, I was I was talking with, with one of our listeners a few weeks ago and the analogy of life's a roller coaster came up. I mean, you, You've had to have heard that many times before. I mean, you don't even have to be in the mindfulness game to have ever heard that.
0: No, I mean, I feel like everybody's heard that one.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, it's been a roller coaster ride of a week. It's been a roller coaster ride of a life. We've all been there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, so, but something happened whenever talking to one of our listeners. I realized that that analogy of life's a roller coaster could be taken a little bit. A little bit further, and I'll let you know what I mean. Is life is a roller coaster ride, and you know you have your ups and downs, and you really don't know exactly what's going to happen sometimes, and that's that's why we call it a roller coaster ride. You have your ups and downs, twists and turns, surprises. You know, people are screaming, people are enjoying it. But here's the thing: is like think about it, Fallon You go to an amusement park. Is there more than one ride there?
0: Usually, but you're going to have to drag me kicking and screaming to the amusement park.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, so we say life's like a roller coaster, but in real life, you can get off of that roller coaster. Imagine like the roller coaster is pulling up to the state, like the the station after the ride. And like you have the opportunity to get off of that roller coaster. You have the opportunity to step off of that look behind you and look at the roller coaster that you've been on and be like, man, you know, like that was scary. That was awesome. You have the choice to get off and guess what? There's an entire amusement park of different rides that you can ride. It's not just the roller coaster that you're stuck on.
0: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people bring this back to everyday life. It's like, we think we're on this roller coaster ride of life and it's only one ride, but when we really take a second and take a step back, you know, or we get to the top of one of the, you know, uphill climbs and we look around we're like, there's a whole park here, (laughs) you know, but you only can realize that if you are mindful of what's going on right now.
1: Right. And I mean, think about it, like in real life, you're on that roller coaster, okay? You're on a track. The court is on a track the cart's going to go where it wants to go. And really in in your life, that's kind of what happens. There's so much in your life that you don't have control over, stuff that you can't personally change of about what happens to you. So you got to stay along for the ride. Now, what's the cool part and what a lot of people may not realize is that after every few twist and turns, you have an opportunity to get off of that track because this the roller coaster is going to pull into the station. The mindfulness is there for you to say, hey, we're pulling into the station. I think this is an appropriate time to get off and possibly go on another ride or walk around the amusement park for a little while.
0: Yes, you don't have control a lot of times of what's happening in your life because you're on this track. But you also have to remember that that track was designed specifically for you.
1: Oh, nice point.
0: Yeah. And it was designed specifically to teach you some lesson or for you to have some experience so that you can grow. You know, everything that happens to you is not by accident. Everything happens to you for a reason. You may not like that reason, but it's something that you can learn from. And as long as you are mindful of that situation, you learn the lesson and you get off, you know, you have that option like Cody was saying.
1: Yeah. And that track was designed specifically for me and for me to hopefully by the designer to invoke certain types of feelings from me. So it's really just my perception of of the twist and turns the ups and downs
0: it's like we always in life perceive these ups and downs as classified good or bad it has to be one or the other for us but what makes things good or bad is just your perception of what's going on inside of you there really is no such thing as good or bad it's just what we perceive
1: Right. And it's up to us to take that perception and either turn it into a positive or negative. I mean, you know, like, I mean, if you think about how a roller coaster actually works is that roller coaster is, you know, cranked up all the way to the top of this this high and might be a a slow ascend to that top. But I mean, if that roller coaster is not going to move. Without it falling down first.
0: Right. It's like you you have this specifically designed track that is meant to have a certain momentum going into certain pieces of it you know so it's like the speed at which it goes and the twists and turns are all intentional
1: 100 percent. and you know like going back into the perception is once you realize that throughout that ride you have certain opportunities to get off of that ride you're not stuck on that ride even whenever I get off of that ride, and you realize that you can get off of that roller coaster ride, we still have that experience of riding it. Now, my experience and your experience may may differ greatly because we are two different people. Now, I might say Fallon, hey, look that roller coaster right there. That was scary, you know, like that was <laughs> it, it freaked me out. Now that's going to change your perception of it because you haven't you haven't maybe rode that uh, that ride yet. So now you get on that ride with, with an already tainted perception of it. You, you, you follow what I'm saying? Like now, now you're relying on on my experience to almost set yourself up to like, okay, I'm going to be scared on this. But really the only way that you're going to really experience it is, is riding it for yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a really good point as far as for outside influences on our daily life. All day long, people can tell you, well, this is how you're going to feel when you go through this experience. But you won't actually know how you are going to feel until you do it. Yes, there is value to listening to others' experiences because that helps you be aware of what's out there. You know, what other rides are there in the amusement park? Mm -hmm. But part of being mindful is knowing yourself and so yes you take what they say but you don't let it impact who you are you know and so you if you remain true to your values and what you believe it kind of goes back to the uh, iced tea analogy it's just a little bit extra (laughs)
1: right it's just a little (laughs) bit extra right
0: (laughs) analogy on top of analogy here
1: you know, through me and Fallon's journey, personally, sometimes it has been so difficult to understand how each other, because, you know, obviously we talk a lot about like internalized emotions and outward emotions and stuff like that. So like our podcast and, and what we do on this journey is very emotionally driven. So when we do these analogies and when we come up with these analogies, it's a way for us to easily give you kind of an idea to where it invokes that certain feeling that that analogy has and that's the quickest way that i found so far to be able to help somebody understand exactly what i'm feeling because if i just say fallon i'm feeling sad about this you know that might not really give you enough emotion behind that but if i say fallon i feel like i'm on a roller coaster ride and I'm, i need to get off the station like that is like a, a definite feel that that you've had before
0: yeah it's like it makes it way more relatable it it makes it easy to understand emotions because let's face it understanding emotions is hard
1: well I know and like there's people that spend their entire life in school for trying to understand human emotion so I mean you know it's it's one of those things that we are always trying to better ourselves with trying to understand our emotions, trying to understand somebody else's emotions and connecting with somebody.
0: But it's that connection that really drives us. It's feeling that belonging and feeling that connection and just experiencing life is one of the most I think the most important things in our life, in living.
1: Right. Cause I mean if you if you think about it, whenever you jump on that roller coaster like You're not in that roller coaster by yourself. I mean, there's a ton of other people that's been waiting in line to actually get on that roller coaster. So you're not riding that ride by yourself.
0: And that's also part of mindfulness, too. It's like you may think you're riding that ride by yourself. You may think that you're the only person on that ride. But when you pick your head up and look around, you realize, oh, I'm on a roller coaster ride with 20 other people.
1: Right, like the same exact ride. And like whenever you start to look around, it's like that's what I was kind of alluding to at the beginning of this is that you, you look down at the top of this and then like you realize that there's an entire amusement park with other rides that you can ride. You're not stuck on this one ride. So whether it's bad or it's good or you get a good perception of being bad or good at this ride, like you have the opportunity to get off. You know, you have the opportunity to step off the ride and say like, look, I really like that ride, but that was enough. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or I really like, you know, I, I really like that ride. And I want to ride it again. You know, there's some twist and turn that really got to me on there. And it's like, let me do it again. But people pigeonhole themselves so so many times in their life. And I am 100%, if it was mathematically possible, it would be more than 100%, which it is. but well, we're not, we're not, we're not a math show. <laughs>
0: <Thank> <laughs> I
1: God. would, I would be that person to where like, I got to the amusement park and I jumped on this roller coaster and I've been on it for a very long time. And to to me, I'm just like, you know, like I had my eyes closed most of the ride, so I didn't even realize I was pulling to the station or I could get off. So I just kept going, you know, and it was one of those things to where like I got to know that roller coaster so well that I started to get mad at the roller coaster. I started to get upset because it's like, okay, here comes an up. And I'm just like, all right, I know the down. And then it's going to twist to the right and it's going to go to the left and it's going to come back up a little bit. Oh, fake out. No, we're not stopping. You know, like I got to know the ride very well to where it was like nothing surprised me about the ride. And we get like that in life sometimes. I mean, you know, I, I mean, in my career before, you know, I left the corporate world, it was one of those things to where it's like, okay, here's an up. I know this down's coming. I know this twist and turn's coming. And it's just like, why do I even want to stay on this ride? It, I want to go on that on that other ride over there that I've been seeing every time I get up to the top of this hill. And I didn't realize I could just get off. Now, you have to get off at the station. So that's where mindfulness is being applied to. Like, cause you can't just get off a ride anytime. You know, you can't just get off the track. I mean, you'll fall. So mindfulness is Basically, it's like you realize you are pulling off to the truck and it is the most appropriate time to step off the ride and then look around the park and be like, OK, let's see what else I can do.
0: Yeah, I feel like that is so true for a lot of people. does not have to be corporate or anything. it just life in general and just being on the same ride day in, day out and then feeling as if there is no other ride
1: like you, you almost get mad at the ride, get resentful of the ride. Yes,
0: yes. You know, I, I
1: mean, I know, I know. We talk a lot about work and stuff, but like, like you're saying, like, I mean, this can have so many different parallels in our life, whether it be issues with work, issues with a family member, or or a relationship. I mean, that's where it takes me a lot. It's one of those things. It's like you stay on that ride, and you know you don't like the ride, but it becomes so predictable that it's just like, okay, I have it the opportunity you right. It feels safe because it's yeah. just like, OK, something just came to me. So hang in there. So, OK, I've been on this ride for all the time, to- all the time. So I-, I, s- I actually see people getting on and off, but I'm just like, you know what? I know this ride. Somebody sits next to me. And because this ride is just I've been riding it so many times, I'm ready to get off. This person gets on on this ride and it's just like. They're excited, they're excited because this is new to them. But you look at me and I'm just like, hey, man, how's it going? yeah, be careful. That first twist and turn is is surprising. Oh, you know, that's a huge twist. You're going to get scared. And it's like, it's already setting somebody up for that. And I, I've done that in my life, like had that attitude, you know, towards something that really wasn't positive on my perception. Already tainting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I, even if I get on another ride, I've already heard maybe somebody else's story about their their ride. And it's like, Why would I even want to do that? You know, and that's where being mindful really helps and saying, like, look, I'm going to go on this ride and I'm going to experience it for what it's worth to me, not somebody else.
0: Yeah, I feel like that is so important and so true as far as for getting off that ride and having the mindset of let's just experience this and feel what it feels for me. Mm hmm. You can't let other people taint your perception of your life. You have to experience it for yourself. And, you know, as we've mentioned before, it's like the whole point of life is to experience it, to live it.
1: Right. To be aware of of your emotions, to feel your emotions. And even if they are in quotations, not great emotions, to still feel them you know, feeling sad and scared or those negative emotions that have those, that type of connotation get such a bad rap, but they exist for a reason. They're kind of like, a you know, like we have to have one without the other because think about it, that, that roller coaster has to go up for it to go down and it has to go down for it to go back up. It wouldn't work if you didn't have both, you know, it's the yin and yang.
0: I was just thinking that where it's like you have to have both to have that complete circle. It has to have the ups and the downs and the bad and the good. And it's just this ebb and flow in life that it's just part of life. And you wouldn't feel as happy as you feel in the good moments if you didn't know what it felt like to be sad.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're not saying, hey, go feel sad to where you can feel happy. We're not saying that at all. We're just saying, be aware of your feelings and don't, chastise yourself saying I've been down for a while right now I don't have enough momentum to get up well listen on every roller coaster ride you're gonna reach a point to where that that ride runs out of energy but guess what there's always that chain that helps pull you up to the top again, to where you can and get that momentum and that chain is mindfulness practice that chain is talking about your emotions talking about this with with other people Learning where your likes and dislikes and what makes you happy, what makes you sad and just learning yourself, that chain is always there to help support you and move you along to where you can gain enough momentum to ride that ride. So with the idea that you know that that chain's there to use, to, to bring you to the top, you also have the comfort knowing that once this ride's over, I have the opportunity to get off and and choose, choose another ride.
0: Yeah, and then also being vulnerable in those moments and just allowing yourself to truly feel how you feel and have that be okay. You know, being vulnerable isn't a bad thing.
1: No, it's not.
0: It's just, you have to do it in a way where you feel safe. And I think that's where a lot of people get scared is that they become, they allow themselves to become vulnerable with people that they don't feel safe with. And then that scars them going forward because it's like, oh, well, I was vulnerable this one time. I shared my feelings this one time Mm -hmm. and it was not received very well. Right. But you shouldn't allow that to taint going forward, what your experiences can be. You have to be mindful of who you're being vulnerable with so that you do feel safe and that you can express those feelings because if you don't express them that chain won't bring you to the top.
1: No, it won't. Just to kind of picture the analogy a little bit more. I mean, I know that if, say, like me and Fallon would get on this roller coaster together, I'm going to probably have a different reaction than Fallon. You know, she might scream, or you know, like I'm not a screamer on these rides. You know, like for real, every time I ride a roller coaster, it's like I turn into like this little kid who can't stop giggling. But that's our perception of it. So it's like. Fallon might be like, wait, well, this is not bothering him. He's actually laughing about it. And like, I'm scared about this. Like, what is wrong with me? Why am I not having fun? That's because you're getting lost in your mind. You're getting trapped in your own mind. You're already creating that that track that it's just like, I'm going to be scared. Because look, look at him. He's laughing and he's giggling like a little boy. You know, and I think in this world and stuff like that, we feel like when we have those negative feelings, those scared feelings that... That something's wrong with us, and then like Fallon might even ask me, like, "Why are you not scared?" You know, Cody. Like, why are you laughing right now? Like, for real. Like this, like this drop coming up is going to be horrible. You know, I might be like, "What?" That might be the fun part of it. You know, so like we try to express our emotions to other people, and I think ultimately all we want is understanding, and that's where a lot of miscommunication happens, especially like in a relationship in in workplace relationship. Even in family relationships, when two people don't understand how each other's feeling, that leaves room for our interpretation. And that ultimately goes back to learning how to be vulnerable. And with every episode, we like to end it off with the meditation that's uh, related to what we talked about. And I believe Fallon has a really good one for us today.
0: Yeah, so... Like always, uh, just go ahead and get in a comfortable position. You can either sit down or lay down. If you are gonna lay down, I suggest making sure you have a pillow or something under your knees to where they're kind of propped up, or prop your head up just to where you're still aware of what's going on, but you can still relax. So once you get into that comfortable position, we can go ahead and get started. Go ahead and begin to focus on your breathing. Breathing in and letting it out. And as you continue to breathe, you're relaxing more and more. You can go ahead and close your eyes. And continue to breathe, breathing in and out relaxing more and more and feel your hands and your feet and just continue to breathe. And I want you to imagine that you're walking in to this amusement park. You continue to walk through the park seeing ride after ride you choose a ride that you're really excited about and as you walk up to the station you walk up a set of stairs and you climb one two three and you're up on the platform walking up to your seat and you get in the seat and secure yourself to the seat with the straps and suddenly the ride begins and as the seats go down the track you feel the chain begin to pull and at first you're a little excited but you're also a little scared, you're a little nervous, and you begin to go up the hill and you feel the pull of the chain, but you know that you're gonna be okay. And as you get to the top of the hill, you have that brief moment where you look out to the rest of the amusement park and you realize this is not the only ride. And you continue to look around just for one more brief moment. And then you begin the downhill free fall and you just have the biggest smile on your face and you just feel so excited. And then you get to the bottom and slow down. And during this slower period, You begin to reflect on what you saw at the top of the hill. And once you reflect on what you saw, you feel so excited because you see another uphill climb, and this time you're not scared. You're just ready because you know how this is going to go. You go up the hill again, being pulled by that chain, and you get to the top and you look out and you see the amusement park, and you pick out your next ride. And then you begin the downhill free fall. Only this time, The track twists suddenly to the left, and you're going a little bit different direction than what you thought, but it's still just as fun. And you begin to slow down as you turn once more into the station. The ride comes to a stop. and you're so excited about the next ride, you have no fear of getting off this one. You unbuckle your straps and you step off of the ride. As you walk across the platform, you walk down the steps, three, two, one. And when you get to the bottom, you're so excited about going to your next ride. And just take a moment to reflect on your experience. Begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes and just come back into your body. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes.
1: You know, these types of visual meditations are some of my favorite. It puts you in in a place and kind of almost like forces you to imagine the imagery. And before you know it, you're kind of lost in, in that little world that you created. And through that, these things sometimes you might get insight that you never intended on getting during the imagery. Of this, something came to me, and you know, Fallon had mentioned earlier that these rides were engineered to make us feel a certain way, and we don't really have control over how they they were made. And when we get to the top of that hill, we see the other rides that we can can take, but sometimes we don't have control over the weather, and we might want to ride another roller coaster that we see, but that ride might have to be temporarily closed because it starts raining. So don't be discouraged that you might not be able to ride a particular ride at that time.
0: Yeah. It just means that maybe that ride wasn't meant for you at that moment. And that's okay.
1: 100%. Well, you know, you'll find, you'll find something else to keep your time busy. And then maybe when the sun comes back out and the tracks open up again, it'll be your time to ride that ride. You've always wanted to.
0: Yeah, and I think that's such a great point. Well, I think it probably is a good point to go ahead and wrap this one up.
1: Yes, I um, I really, really did enjoy being with y'all this morning or tonight, whatever time you listen to this. We do this in the morning time, so we, we are all now, for us, we're strapped and ready to go for the day's <laughs> roller coaster ride for us. Absolutely. So remember, you can contact us anytime. Check out our website. We have courses and stuff now that we're going to be offering little ways to even encourage your growth and journey in in this amusement park that we call life.
0: Absolutely. And we actually, we still have our 27 Days of Love Challenge up on our website for $17.99. So you can go check that out. It's www.mindfullybreakfree.com. And... The other way you can get in contact with us is you can email us directly, which is insights at mindfullybreakfree.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, both of them mindfullybreakfree and look forward to hearing from you.
1: 100%. Thank you all so much. And I hope you all have a wonderful day.
0: Bye now.